The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. From the studios of The Shepherd Radio Network, it's Afternoons with Mike. This next hour is all about our walk with Jesus with local pastors, newsmakers, people who are making a difference for the gospel. Now, here is your host, Mike Gilland. Hey, friends, and welcome to Afternoons with Mike right here on the Shepherd Radio Network. I've got a real treat for you today. Two guests on the line, one from Tampa and one from right here in Orlando and Central Florida. The first is Rich Mason. He's the founder of Alpha Kingdom Capital, and he has a long range of business experience. He's a a design engineer uh, in the sense of management. He calls himself, or is called, I should say, a serial entrepreneur. (laughs) I like that term. I really do. I've heard it before. That's great. Mm -hmm. I mean, this guy is a serious business maker. But more than any of that, he is a lover of Jesus. And I'm so grateful to introduce to you Rich Mason from the Tampa area this morning, Newport Richie, actually. Welcome, Rich. Thank you, Mike. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm really looking forward to this time. Our second guest, and part of the reason why Rich is on the line today, you'll understand it exactly, is a, a no stranger at all to our program. Crystal Parker is the president of the Christian Chamber right here in the Central Florida area. And Rich is going to be our speaker in April. So I'm very excited about that. Welcome back, Crystal. Thank you, guys. I'm so happy to get to introduce Rich to this community. I am so thankful that you have have us on the show, Mike. Well, it's a great privilege to meet Rich, even virtually, although it's not face-to-face just yet. Uh, How did you meet up with Rich, Crystal? That is such a great question. Um, I really believe in divine connections. And Rich, you're probably going to have to help me remember who introduced us. Uh, because it's not coming right to mind, but God has really just aligned our path. And I think that if we didn't uh, get introduced one way, we were supposed to meet in another. <laughs> yeah, I, I think through the Tampa Bay Christian Chamber, uh, yeah, perhaps. That's, that's great. Well, I know there's a great interaction developing between these two communities and it's really going to be fun to see because I know a lot of them are, are sometimes visiting these monthly meetings uh, as well. So this is really going to be great. Crystal, while we're on this subject, go ahead and give us the details about next month's meeting. All right. Well, oh, you guys are familiar with our relationship building lunches that we have. And on April the 13th, which is the second Thursday in April, we're going to be at First Baptist Orlando. The doors open at 1130. We start the lunch program right at noon. So come early, build some relationships, meet some new people, and then just settle in because at 12 o'clock all the way to 1.30, we have a program. We have interaction at your table. We have exhibitors that raffle off items for those that put their business cards in. And let me tell you, you're in for a big treat. Uh, Rich Mason is going to be our keynote speaker, and boy, does he have something great to share. Oh, I can't wait. Rich, give us a little bit of the background of how you came to know the Lord. Oh, it's it's an interesting uh, thing, uh, Mike. It uh, started with the first schoolyard shooting, unfortunately, that I uh, heard about, and I wanted to get involved. I thought, Kids shooting kids, you know, that's just not going to stand. And oddly enough, the more I tried to do something, uh, the more red tape and kind of uh, brick walls that I came across. Uh, But these side doors kept opening, and it was very strange. And, of course, I would walk through them on my way. You know, for example, you try to get involved to help kids. You say, well, I want to get involved with the juvenile justice department. And, you know, you try calling them and you just get a whole bunch of push a number Mm -hmm. and try to reach someone, got nowhere. But the side doors led me in. My wife's purse was stolen and we got a letter with a contact name into the faith community network. I joined that network to try and help out. 
and uh, somehow the Lord moved me into a leadership position there. And I said, well, what's the top problem? And it was family problems. So I thought, well, all right, I'm an engineer. Let's build a solution. Uh, that's what we do. And um, the solution that we started to come up with as a group was a family program. And I was trying to lead the way. And somehow um, it was just the Lord bringing up an opportunity. The uh, Jill Murdoch was in charge of the District 5. She said, I can have you sit with the assistant state attorney to talk about your family program. And that we did in Applebee's right here in the Tampa Bay area. And she said, well, Rich, let me ask you a question, though. You're an engineer. What do you know about family programs? And I said, I don't know. And I thought of all these side doors. And then I said, all I know is help will be provided. And then I looked over her shoulder and a man was walking in the door. And to this day, I don't know why, but I said to her, and here he comes now. Huh. She turned around and looked at this gentleman, Jack, Pastor Jack, and she, hi, Jack, and they knew each other, and, and she said, uh, are, are you still pastoring that church in Fort Lauderdale? And he said, no, now I help churches build family programs. <laughs> wow. My goodness. And it blew all of our minds, and when I got home, I looked up and I said, are you really there? Wow. And he answered me. He said, do you really want to know? Oh, wow. Yeah, that was the start. Of course, I answered that with a resounding yes. Yes. And it, and it really began my journey. That is so wonderful to wow. know. Isn't it crazy how the, the ways that God brings his own to him, he's called you by name. We know those mm -hmm. words. We hear those yes. kinds of expressions. But then when you hear a testimony like this, that is just out of the box. And that's really what yeah. you're describing. It's It's an event that... Maybe has never happened quite like that before, but a, a series of circumstances, uh, an unbelievable statement that you'd wonder even why you made the statement. And here it is. That's exactly the answer. And God opens the door. What kind of background yeah. did you have growing up, Rich? Were, were your family involved in any church at all? Yeah, I, I grew up in the Orthodox Church. And, um, you know, it's very ceremonial. Of course, it's, it's orthodox. It's very, very mm -hmm. consistent. And, um, and uh, you know, I even wondered later, did I miss it? Because it was so consistent that I thought we were just following a procedure. You know, stand up, do this, say this, sing mm -hmm. that, take a piece of holy bread, you know, goodbye. And I missed the simple message of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And the relationship that he brings to us. That's not an uncommon thing either, is it? It's, a, it's a very, very commonly heard that people sit in church and they think they're okay, but they have no idea of the relationship that is available to them in Jesus. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. And I think that's why I then had a heart for trying to clear up the, what I call the smear. Like how was there mud smearing the glass that kept me from seeing clearly that it's really a simple message. It's Jesus Christ and oh. nothing else. You oh, know, Christ right. plus nothing. It is everything. Wow. That's right. Wow. The mud on the glass. That's just an incredible visual yes. for me. And I'm curious if you guys think that, you know, parents that have their kids in church, I know mine did for 10 years, um, you know, and, and we weren't living we, we didn't have that. The mud was on the glass. We, we didn't have relationship, and I didn't see that growing up. But those church, that 10 years of church, um, 520 different messages that I got, I, I don't know if you guys agree or not with this, but those kind of became the cornerstones in my life. Like it was deposits in my life that I didn't see later until I became an adult. Oh, I completely agree with that. You know, we sometimes... We uh, maybe add value to things that we think we understand that are valuable when we don't really understand that God's doing something that is supremely valuable. I talked to a, a pastor one time who said this. He said, God delights in dry devotionals. And those kinds where you think you're not getting anything out of it, he's sowing things in you that you just don't realize. 
And that's exactly mm. what happens. So what we think is dry, and we call it dry, because we're not, yeah. we're not really perceiving what's happening in our hearts or in our minds. But God is doing something in the background, way down deep, just like mm. a root that is uh, part of a seed that was planted and buried down deep. Those roots go down first into the soil before the shoot comes up out of the soil. And so he's mm. doing things under the surface, and that's exactly Thank what he you, did Mike. for you. Thank you, Mike. That's very encouraging. Yeah, that's really great. Well, you, your family, obviously, uh, you've seen some wonderful things. I don't know how it was that the idea to become a serial entrepreneur ever happened. What happened there? Well, you know, it was never my idea, but... Um, just the way the Lord kind of routed me through the race that he mapped out for me. You know, I was an electrical engineer and then I became an international sales manager of uh, the semiconductors back into the same communications networking uh, uh, technology world. And um, after that, he called me to start a company and it was nothing that I would fund today, oddly enough, because it was pure obedience. In fact, I, I said to my wife as we prayed about it and, and tried to think through uh, and waiting for all these confirmations that came, I said, honey, you have to understand this is financial suicide <laughs> if, mm-hmm. if, if we're wrong. Um, this is like stepping off a cliff. And, uh, and that's why, by the way, on the cover of my book is a picture of a guy stepping off a cliff. That's uh, that's what that was. And God had to do all these miracles because he called me to start that company. We pivoted twice. Then we started a ministry. We did the first Do You Believe event through that ministry in uh, Clearwater's Coachman Park here in Clearwater. And then we started another company, an alternative energy company. And he just poured out these provisional patents, this technology in this new area he would just pour them out, me and two other Christians, as we were praying and driving to Miami. So we, you know, I have to just keep going. When the Lord opens doors like that and he makes it obvious and you pray about it and he confirms it, you have to keep going. Yeah. How and do so, you, you know, that's for, how we got there. For people that are hearing this and they don't quite understand this concept of God speaking and God leading in a real personal, in a real dynamic way. How do you answer that question for people? Well, it, it's hard to put into words. Um, I, I just say it, I try to say it sometimes like this. Um, as the Lord brings into my mind a thought from the side or from the back of my head, meaning I wasn't thinking about it, I wasn't trying to get there, and it matches with the scripture, and in my spirit, something jumps. Mm-hmm. I call it the baby jumps. <laughs> yeah. you know, there's, there's no babies inside of us, but the spirit of God, you know, kind of the scripture says, bears witness. In mm-hmm. other words, you just, you just know. Like that's from heaven. And it matches the word. And then, we, then I pray. And I, I do ask for confirmation. Because, uh, you know, the Bible says we see through a glass that's dimly lit. So but I want to wipe away the glass and get my nose real close to it so I could see as clear as is possible. And just ask, Lord, is this you? Are you saying blah, blah, blah? Oh, that's great. You know, I don't think either Crystal or I will forget this mud on the glass type of analogy that's here. This is really <laughs> this is really a great one, and I, I really appreciate that. Crystal, when you hear him say that, I know in your own life, you lead the chamber and as well as your businesses and your writing, you lead the, the chamber in that very same method, right? I, I do. And it's funny. I had a, a great friend and, and some uh, a spiritual mentor say to me, uh, Crystal, you hear from the Lord. And I just remember the first time that she had said that, I thought, uh, no, I don't. And, and so really becoming attuned to just exactly what Rich said about that, that sensing, that feeling, that, um, the leaping inside, you know, a lot of people say I got goosebumps, right? Like, it's just a feeling and a knowledge that, you know, it's from God. And so at first I didn't realize that that was the Lord that was driving the strategy. Um, you know, the thing is, is like for me. I, I love strategy. 
and I didn't realize it was God's strategy. It was God's timing. Mm -hmm. It was God saying, go. It was God saying, do this. I thought it was me. And so once you can realize and that you're hearing from the Lord, that you're being guided by the Holy Spirit, then that, that, that ability to hear from him gets louder. It grows in your confidence. You know how to check it and recheck it and affirm it. And you can't deny it being from God because it wouldn't make sense to the rest of the world. And right. then the last piece of that is that if it's something that you hear that you can accomplish in your own doing, in your own efforts, then it may not be from God because if we don't need him, then it's not faith. And so really being able to know and like, like what Rich said, I love what Rich said about, you know, this is either career suicide and financial bankruptcy if we do this well that's when you know god's in it because it's too big for him to even get his arms around and with the chamber it was the same way god showed me thousands of people in this christian chamber and i knew that it had to be from god because there was no way to accomplish that in my own human strength why is it uh, rich that you would think it is that so many people who are maybe believers in the Lord and maybe have been for years. Why is it mm-hmm. that they are hearing stories like this often and really still have a, a measure of doubt? What is it that made it different for you? Why did you jump in? Why was it that you were willing to take that step off the cliff? Um, well, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. We were willing to take this step off the cliff because he confirmed it in so many, many ways. Um, and, and he needed to for us. But we, we had a faith that he could and he would. And so we, we kept just asking for confirmation and he brought it to us. And then it becomes undeniable. Mm-hmm. When, with an open heart and, and an open mind and faith, it becomes undeniable. For example, uh, if this was a fiber to the home company that he called me to start. And one friend had moved out to towards a job in California, didn't get it, had to take a construction job in Phoenix. Well, he was on the list of people that I felt like God said to call. So I called him up. Hey, Scott. Fiber to the home. God's doing this thing. What are you doing again in Phoenix? And he says, sit down, Rich. (laughs) (laughs) I work for Fischl Co. We install fiber in the ground. Oh, my goodness. And then I said, oh, wow. And he says, that's not all. We need companies like yours in business. Obviously, it helps us. So we have business plans and help for you. And I said, wow, that's amazing. Praise God. And he said, wait, one more thing. I'm moving back to the Tampa area and you'll be in my territory. Wow. Wow. That was a confirmation (laughs) beyond confirmations. And so, and the Lord knew it would take something, you know, let's say that big, that miraculous uh, to really take that step. Because, you know, we worked for three and a half years and didn't make a nickel. Mm-hmm. Not a penny came in from the fruits of my labor. My wife didn't work outside the home. We were raising three kids. We homeschooled them. Um, so zero dollars came in my house for three and a half years. And I probably had one month's uh, salary savings in the bank. Mm-hmm. Whoa, wait, wow. how did you, how, let, wait a second. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Let's pick this up. I'm up against a break. This is really exciting. And speaking of a cliffhanger, we're going to let this one uh, wait until after the break here. <laughs> my guest today, okay. Rich Mason from uh, Alpha Kingdom Capital. He's on the line with us. Going to be with the Chamber next month. Also, Crystal Parker, the president of the Christian Chamber. We'll be back with both of them in a moment. This is Afternoons with Mike. Palm Beach Atlantic University, Orlando, offers three distinct areas of study. An evening Master's of Science in Clinical Mental Health Counseling, an evening Bachelor's of Science in Human Services, and our new Daytime Bachelor's of Science in Nursing. All of our courses are offered at our beautiful campus on Millennia Boulevard. For more information or to schedule a tour, call 844-PBA-ORLANDO. That's 844-PBA-ORLANDO. EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat serves all your comfort needs. With over 40 years' experience, EC Waters is a top-trained comfort specialist, earning customers for life with integrity. 
No wonder EC Water's air conditioning and heat has earned a 4.6 or higher out of 5 rating and reviews across all major online platforms. For all your comfort needs, call 407-603-9144 or visit ecwaters.com. Back again with Rich Mason from Alpha Kingdom Capital and also Crystal Parker, president of the Christian Chamber and uh, she has her own business as well, and it is great to have both of them online here with me for today's program. We kind of ended segment one with a cliffhanger, and I'd love to go ahead and pick that back up. I mean, this is really interesting, so continue with the story, Rich. Well, it was amazing like that. The Lord confirmed it in three and a half years without making uh, a single penny Wow, uh, was, was quite uh, challenging. And, uh, you know, the Lord, uh, he gave me a verse in, in first Kings 17, I believe it is where he, he uses the uh, prophet Elijah to say uh, the oil will never run out. Mm-hmm. And so this one month salary that we had in the bank, <laughs> I knew would last. Um, but to, you know, to, to keep it real, I would be nervous and I would freak out and then I would pray and the Lord would do something to remind me. It was yeah. just amazing yeah. like that. And that's why I had to write the book because there were just so many miracles that he had to do during those three and a half years. And really it was a full 10 year financial faith walk. But the first three and a half, we made zero dollars. Mm-hmm. And then no matter what I made, he provided whatever we needed. That's what he says in the scripture. You know, he did say that. And isn't it true that it's easy to forget that? It's really easy for people to think, I don't see it, so therefore I don't have it. When the truth of it is, because we don't see it, it does not mean that we don't have it. Because God has us. And if we are living for him, if we're obeying him, uh, I, I tell you, there was a point in time when uh, my wife and I were first married and we were trying to decide, do we, are we going to give tithes or do we have money for groceries? And we decided that we would rather obey the Lord and we gave away the money that we would have, all the money that we had for groceries, we gave it away in faith. And I want you to know, mm-hmm. just like what you said, the Lord met the need and w- things came out of nowhere. Uh, answers yeah. came out of thin air, it seemed at time, but it wasn't thin air. It was out of the hand of God. That's what he yeah, does. Yeah, it's this, it's this miraculous, living, loving God, and he can make it rain food. Yeah. So we, we don't have to have provisions through a job and then get the money from the job and go to the grocery store. You know, that's the question. Do you believe that, Rich? That's what he would say to me. Do you believe that? And I'd say, Yes, I do. And then, but like the other scripture says, yes, I believe. But help my unbelief. (laughs) And he would do that. We would take that scripture. uh, My God will supply all of my needs according to his riches in glory, Mm -hmm. not according to crumbs that fall from the table. Mm -hmm. So one time we said to him, okay, Lord, um, you know, we we could use a vacation here. My wife said that, you know, you're kind of working pretty hard, pretty, pretty in there. Uh, we could use a vacation. Okay, well, let's pray for one. The Lord will provide it. And he opened up a week's time. I said, let's go that week. And then my wife would always jog through uh, the neighboring uh, properties where they had uh, people that lived there. And she'd stop and talk to people, pray with people. She stops and talks to this one woman, Dee, and she says, Dee, how you doing now that Bob has gone to be with the Lord? She said, oh, I'm fine, honey. Well, what can we pray for? She said, you know what you can pray for? Pray for someone to take Bob's motor home and run it really far. And we had talked about my wife wanted to go to North Carolina to see the leaves change. And my wife says, you mean like all the way to North Carolina? And she says, oh, honey, would you? And so we got the use of this 32-foot Class A motorhome <laughs> on vacation. Wow. That oh, the Lord see, according to my riches <laughs> in glory. Yeah. You know, I think what happens when we hear these kind of stories, uh, for people who get discouraged, it is encouraging to hear, and uh, it stirs something up inside of us. And I know you guys, both of you, have been stirred up by others' testimonies 
uh, the way that I believe you're doing today, Rich. When you say that, I believe there are people who are going, yeah, you know, there was a time in my life I really believed that. What happened to me? I've gone kind of crusty. I've gone dry. Crystal, I know you can relate to that as well, right? Oh, absolutely. And it's one of those things where just hearing this story, it's so encouraging. And just remember that, you know, Rich serves the same God that we serve. That's right. And, you know, Rich, I love you, but you're not super special according to somebody else. Like God loves all of us the same. And he wants to do these types of miracles and blessings. I know I have seen that manna in my life also, but I think the thing that really stirs me up when I first talked to you, I'll never forget where I was. Um, I sat in my car and I, and we had our first conversation. And I think the thing that really impressed me and just kind of blew my mind about you is your background is engineering. You know, engineers, they have to have everything figured out. One plus one has to equal two. And when I think about the story in the Bible about the feeding of the 5,000 plus, you know, children and and women, um, you know, James approached it with, well, wait, this is a a wage. This is a calculation, you know, and tried to quantitize how they were going to feed with that little bit of bread and the little bit of fish. And and, and he, he would have never experienced the miracle when he tried to figure it out in his own mind. And so what makes you so special is that God's wired you with an engineering brain, but somehow you've been able to overcome that blessing and still receive the, the miracles and the manifestation of Christ through your life. And how hard was it to get over just trying to quantitize black and white one plus one equals two to be able to receive a miracle? Well, I, I think for me, because, uh, and the reason why I did the Do You Believe event, I actually, I studied in engineering fashion, <laughs> show me um, all the evidence for Christ, because I really need to know. Um, and But just the way the Lord created me, I'm all in or I'm all out. I, I have no in-between. And, um, and that's why, you know, as I did the study, you proved to me the dead guy got up and I, mm. and I studied a lot of books and you look at any category, it's amazing. And the evidence is overwhelming that the dead guy got up. <laughs> Everything he said is therefore true. And look at the, I proved the Bible is the protected word of God. And now you can put your faith in it. So once I mm. proved all that, um, that allowed me to now move forward with confidence and and really just uh, trust him in everything he says. I just trust it. Why? Because I read it in his living word. And he is the word. So it's more than a book. It, he is the word. I could trust this. And I could feel it. And I could see it. And so everything matched like the engineer wants it. Right? It, it is math wow. to me. I, I added it all up. And the bridge will stand. I'm, I'm, wow. I'm an electrical That's, engineer. But, oh, you know, wow. I always use that bridge thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's but great. I, can I ask one more question, Mike? I Absolutely. Just, I'm curious. So three years, um, no, I, I, no income from this venture, um, but every all of your needs are met. Um, mm-hmm. At any point in there, did you feel like maybe I heard wrong, or did you ever feel like quitting or giving up? Because I think so many times people don't see it what they thought the outcome was supposed to be, and so therefore mm-hmm. they give up on that dream. And yeah. what they believe God showed them, they just give up and they say, well, maybe I didn't hear right. Or they just, they can't, they just can't go on another day. And so what, how did you get through that? I, so I, I thought about it often, Crystal, to mm-hmm. be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, one thing that I did because I had proven the word and I, I felt so confident that it was alive. Um, I, I, I read the word every single day. I, I tried not to read anything at all until I read the word and spent time with heaven. Mm. And, and so that gave the Lord time to speak to me each time. And I would, uh, in the morning, I, w- I would just be honest. I'm, I'm freaking out here. I'm freaking out here, Lord. You got to help me here. <laughs> and, and literally he would do things or say things or whisper things, or I would read it in the scripture. It would be this combination of things. He would just always remind me, I hear you. 
and I got you. He would show me. One time I looked out the window, there's a ligustrum tree right outside my window. Well, I'm spinning in my chair, basically, because I'm freaking out. <laughs> and I look out the window and I see a bird fly into a nest and the mother is feeding and there's a bunch of little babies. And he says, see the birds of the air, Rich? They don't mm. toil and store away. And, and I, I could just feel it. All right. All right. All right. Because he proved to me, I hear you. Because that, that didn't occur in the middle of the day when I was doing okay. That occurred when I just said, I'm freaking out, Lord. You've got to help me. And he helped me. That's wow. really wonderful. He is faithful to us even when we are unfaithful to him. And that's yeah. the part of the grace of God that I think probably causes most people the struggle because I think inside of most of our rationale and our thinking is, is that we somehow, we don't deserve anything that God would give us or do for us. And that's right. The truth is that's correct. And that's what grace is all about. We have undeserved favor. We have undeserved answers coming from our Lord because he loves us. And I, yes. I think, uh, you know, I heard, I heard a quote one time that said the problem with a lot of believers is they try to smuggle into the equation of God's grace some of their own good deeds and character. And, mm. you know, that's something that we've just got to realize is that nothing that we are going to do is ever going to cause God to think differently than he already thinks. And he has given us because he called us. And that's really what he did for, for both of you. He's called you by name. He knows you. He loves you. And he wants us to believe yes. him and to trust in him the way that you've done. I, I just think that's an amazing story. Your uh, website has um, uh, just a list of values for Alpha Kingdom Capital, and I'd like to jump into a few of those if I can. Number one is faithfulness to the Word of God. You've already mentioned, and I love the the uh, expression that you did it. You like to spend time in the Word before you read anything else. That reminds me of a quote. I believe it was Charles Spurgeon that said, "Before in the morning, before I ever look into the face of anyone else, I want to look into the face of God. And I, mm -hmm. I think that is really true. So faithfulness to word of God, love and daily diligence in all of our missions. So explain some of those, if you will. Yeah, you know, we wanted to make sure because we believe in funding Christian companies and what we call BAMs, business as mission. That means that we know that Jesus is first, no matter what we're doing, even if you're making doorknobs. It's Jesus first, and that's how you spread the fragrance of the knowledge of Jesus Christ, is you put him first, and then you right. make your doorknobs. And so we started to list, well, what are the things that we feel the Bible teaches us to live by? And that's why we put down faithfulness to the word and love of any and all people, uh, you know, work of excellence, as, this were, mm -hmm. as if we're working for the Lord, right? Uh, always, always learning and, and improving, you know, judge yourself lest you be judged, right? We, we're, we're honest about what we don't know, and we seek to learn some new stuff. Uh, always open, honest, and, and kind discussions. Those are the type of things that keep the, the family together. Uh, no matter what you want to communicate, we do it using those, those fruits of the, of the Spirit. And that's really wh where it comes from. These all come from biblical uh, scriptures. And, you know, those are the wisest business principles that are yeah. possible. I agree. Now, another one is open, honest, and then you add one third adjective in there, kind discussions. Uh, there's not a lot yes. of kindness in this uh, world right now. When we listen wow. to the media stuff, I mean, there's a lot of uh, division and uh, just name calling and uh, vitriol. It, it's just, it's hatred out there, isn't it? It really is. And, you know, we, we teach this to some of our, our businesses as well, because a lot of times people don't realize, you know, if you're communicating something, they say that uh, on average, if you say it perfectly, uh, people are going to get 82% of what you said. So you already lost 18%. Hmm. But, if, but if you say it in a way that makes them defensive, that drops down drastically. I forget what the number yeah. is. It's something like it, it drops down to, you know, 57% if you yeah. put them in this net. And I didn't realize some of that stuff. And that's where I, I said, wow, um, w the way that you say it matters. 
because you know if you've been married for any length of time, you quickly learn that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. This it, is great because I was just uh, I just read this scripture today. I want to share it. First John four seven. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone mm. who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not know love doesn't know God, because God is love. Mm-hmm. I just I thought that was such a good word for just this world that we're in, and and the, even sometimes the stigma that Christians get um, because of maybe not displaying love and uh, love and and God's goodness in this world, and so therefore there's a stigma sometimes against yeah. the Christians. And so if we can just approach this world with love, like God loves us, wow, that's the fragrance. That's the fragrance you talked about, Rich. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Yeah. Great reminder. You know, you there's one other thing before we take another break here. We've got just enough time to bring this up. And Crystal, I know this is something that is evident each and every one of our meetings, our lunches that uh, we have where relationships are built, is uh, camaraderie and encouragement. Those are the two words also on Rich's website for Mm. some of their core values. That really speaks well, I think, in a surprising way to a lot of people. Because I don't think a lot of people in today's business, apart from those that know the Lord, really have a handle on camaraderie, do they? It's it's a tough world out there, and it's dog-eat-dog. And maybe when we come back, I'd love to share a story that happened in the Christian chamber where a business approached a problem with abundance and uh, it was just an amazing outcome. Mm, I love it. Rich, uh, any th- add, added thoughts on that? We've got about a minute you left. Yeah, I, I think that camaraderie um, and encouragement, as we say it, uh, like a family, um, is, is what we wanted to hold up in front of ourselves as our, as our target. Um, because if you think of everyone like a family, because, you know, the, uh, the, the love God and love your neighbor like he is you, you know, that second half, that's mm-hmm. very important. Or like family, if I pretend that you are me, now I can figure out a much better way to relate to you. I have more grace for you. Um, I want encouragement for you. I want to find what you're missing and get it for you. Mm. Not it. do something selfish for me. That's what it means to to love you like you are me. Wow. Because <laughs> I want the best for me. That's right. right. People don't realize that they do love themselves much more than they think they do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I found out that people do what they really want to do, and they just don't always see it. My guests, Rich Mason and also Crystal Parker, will be back in just a moment for our final segment. We're going to hear some of those stories and also uh, find out a little bit more about Alpha Kingdom. That's coming up in a moment. This is Afternoons with Mike. Pastors and financial leaders, do you need expert accounting or tax help? Do you have payroll or 1099 questions? Do you need a ministry expert to help you acquire real estate for your next project? If the answer is yes, yes, and yes, visit PetraWorldwide.org. Petra Worldwide has been strengthening ministries to transform humanity since 2007. Visit PetraWorldwide.org or call 855-481-9095. What a pleasure it has been today, and we've got this last segment to spend with Rich Mason from Alpha Kingdom Capital, and also our dear friend Crystal Parker, who leads the Christian Chamber in the Central Florida area and beyond, I might add, because (laughs) they have uh, launched off the U.S. Christian Chamber, and it's already starting to bear fruit in other communities And uh, I'm just so grateful for the vision that Crystal has had. And uh, that's one of the reasons why she's a regular on this program is because she speaks to and really has kind of uh, drawn together the group of people that are exemplifying the very things that Rich and his team are doing with uh, Alpha Kingdom Capital. All of these values that we discuss at the end of the last segment is what I've experienced at just literally every meeting at the chamber. And so now we're getting to pull all of these assets together. Rich is going to be the speaker in the April meeting. And uh, give us those details again, Crystal, about the April meeting. 
you obviously do not want to miss this. April the 13th, the second Thursday in April. Uh, doors open at 1130 at First Baptist Orlando. Uh, come hungry. We have lunch at noon and an incredible program where you're going to get to hear Rich in person. He will be there live. Um, hopefully, Rich brings some of his books, I hope, and you can get his book. And if not, we'll be able to have on our site where you can order those. And uh, we have a big announcement at the Christian Chamber that we're going to make at the end of Rich's segment. Right. So you've got to be in the room. Don't read the press release. Just get in the room. All right. So it's another cliffhanger. Here we go. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Rich, I read through your website, and you talk on there a lot about the kind of investments that Alpha Kingdom is all about. And it reminds me a lot of uh, another company that we've had on who also believes in these kind of biblically sound investing philosophies. Why don't you share a little bit about the makeup of what you do and how you look at investing in general? Well, you know, great question, Mike, because one of the things when we first felt like the Lord was saying is probably uh, eight, nine years ago now, uh, to, to start a venture capital uh, company to fund Christian companies. One of the questions was, you know, wh- what is a Christian company? Is that just a person who, you know, went to church, you know, once or twice? And so we came up with, you know, kind of the, the definitions by way of uh, questions. And when people are applying to uh, uh, get funding from us, we ask them these type of questions um, such as what are the scriptures that make up your core values? You heard some of our scriptures that make up our core values. We say, well, what are the scriptures that you are modeling as a leader uh, for your people? Uh, in what way will your company be generous? Because uh, we, we found generosity is actually one of the recipes to success. Mm. Um of course, we want solid businesses as well. You know, the, the BAM uh, movement, the business as mission, but we want solid business and solid mission. And that means, you know, we're not looking for someone who just says, I'm a solid Christian, uh, but I'm not sure how this business is going to work, you know, but I really need your money. And that's not going to work because we have our investors. Who's going to invest in that, right? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So we counsel them. We train them up. We're a bit unique in another thing because I I met a gentleman who was uh, uh, working on the other end of the the BAM spectrum. And he said baby boomers who had understood this business as mission concept, they're retiring and selling their BAM companies. But they couldn't find anyone to keep it BAM. So those are disappearing as they get acquired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's where we came up with our concept where the Lord said, have them put it in writing and make it unchangeable in the bylaws. Wow. And really what that does is it, it asks people to put a stake in the ground. And we should anyway, right? That was our salvation. We put a stake in the ground. I surrender every single thing to you, Lord Jesus, because you own it anyway, and right. you can do much better with it. And everything I have, you gave me. But you'd be surprised. We've had some CEOs stumble a little bit, wonder a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we understand you do need to pray and think about it um, and make sure you are 100% committed uh, to the Lord, even with your business. That's what he wants for all of us in every part of our life. Mm-hmm. So we look for those things. Give us a response to that, Crystal. What do you think of when you listen to Rich's words? Well, I what I think of is, I know, I mean, we have a member that was that's in Jacksonville and uh, Dick Erickson, and he had Suntire. And he had, he's a Christian. He, you know, had several locations. He had profit sharing and and, uh, a lot of the Christian values based off of the Bible within the organization. He sold his company and we asked him, you know, well, did they continue on with profit share and a lot of those values that you had interwoven throughout the fiber and the DNA of the company? And and there's a sadness in his eye and he says, no, they didn't. And so, you know, if there was a place that that uh, those owners or people were, 
able to, to find people like Rich and his company that we could continue on those companies and continue growing that. Because at the end of the day, Kingdom Commerce is business as mission. It's exactly in alignment with the core values that Rich talks about there mm-hmm. uh, for these companies and businesses. And what it is lonely. And we, with the Christian Chamber, mm-hmm. help those businesses come together to find one another. Otherwise, you're just a wonderful thing happening in a pocket somewhere. And we need them to come into the family so that when a Dick Erickson gets ready to sell a company, we can connect them with a Rich Mason, and then we can find those buyers. You know, and it's just a, a network of of Christians working together to advance the kingdom through the marketplace, mm-hmm. through businesses impacting lives, and um, and growing the kingdom of God here in the U.S. and and Rich, his company is even worldwide. Mm-hmm. And I know that uh, people do have different needs in companies. Like you said, there's a time to there's a time to grow. There's a time to sell. Your company is involved in kind of almost all of these aspects in one way or another. Uh, on your philosophy page, you we've just went through some of your values. Then you have uh, another page called the investment criteria, and you've got three different sectors that you describe in there: business, industry and faith-based. And I think there are, again, that is brilliant the way you've put all of this together uh, because the faith-based is, is like a, I think of a three-legged stool here and we mm-hmm. need all three of these to stay balanced, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, we're, we're not looking for, for people that are, uh, you know, just uh, you know, former pastors and missionaries and, and who say, well, I, I, I just want to try something for profit, but they don't really have a solid business. So we we need a solid business. And depending on the industry, we may have a lot of experience and help uh, for them. I have almost 40 years in the technology world, as I said, and my partner Tim does as well. And he's got a lot of experience with patents. Mm. He was the chair of the patent committee over at uh, Dell Ventures and other places, Intel Capital, and he dealt with lots and lots of patents. He has a hundred with his name on it, just, Isn't that just to be clear. That's how good he is. And when wow. we coach up a CEO and they start giving us their pitch, sometimes he stops them and he says, do you, I don't see it in your documentation, but do you realize you have something patentable here? And they usually say, no, I knew about A and B, but not C. And he says, yeah, actually, C could be your most valuable type of patent. Let me help you with it. And we give it to them. We give them the framework for free. We just give it to them because remember I said, it's part of our recipe. It's generosity. This is the way the Lord works because it really comes down to, do you believe you're co-heir with Christ or not? Mm -hmm. And so if I believe that, then I've already, I like to say, I've already won the lottery of eternity. So why do I care about money (laughs) down here? This is just like, we're just doing what the Lord says here. So we, we give it away and it depends on the industry that they're with, but then we also need them to be impactful for the kingdom of heaven. And that's why we're asking them, what are you going to do to be impactful for Christ? Because that's the whole reason we're funding a BAM. Mm Mm-hmm. The Monmouth Society did a calculation, and they said that a Christian CEO operating as an authentic Christian, as you know, salt and light, has over 800 times the influence on the unchurched as a pastor does. Isn't that something? Not surprised at all, but, you know, and that's why so many need to get this uh, kind of this thought in their mind of kingdom commerce and marketplace ministry. I think Mm -hmm. so many people still in the church today think that if they're going to be really influential, they have to be a pastor or some ministry leader of some organization instead of being the plumber, the electrician, the businessman, uh, and living out their life in the kingdom of God where God has them planted. I think that's a big deal. That's right. Imagine being trained up as a plumber and you have your plumbing business. You're, you're, you're reputable. You don't rip people off. Instead, you're the opposite. You give fair estimates. You do what you say, you say what you do. And while you're in there, you just kind of notice, wow, 
you know, uh, I hope you don't mind me asking, sir, but, you know, you seem a little down today. Is there something I could pray for for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. What's yeah. wrong with that? What's Nothing wrong with that? Nothing at all. Hey, Mike, I got to participate in Lion's Den, um, and I I, would, I just love it so much. I, I wondered read about if Chris that. would share about that because yeah. he's, he's bringing that into our area, and I think it's such a neat opportunity for new companies and businesses starting and really just looking at the future, creating tomorrow. And yeah, we have a couple of minutes business. left. Let's hear about Lion's Den. Uh, sure. You know, it was another thing where the Lord just opened that door and we just had to, you know, make the most of every opportunity, Jesus said. And so we're praying about it. Lord, do you do you want us to do this? We felt like uh, he gave us the green lights. And so we operate in Tampa area and the Portland area. Lion's Den is the bringing together of community and its events for Christian investors and Christian entrepreneurs, kind of mm. like a Christian shark tank. The, I, you know, that's funny ever. that you would say that because earlier I had that, <laughs> I almost brought up shark tank when you were talking about <laughs> the people that bring you ideas. I, yeah. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Yeah. It's a great Avenue for people to uh, get together. Uh, Christian investors get together there. There's that community uh, the Christian entrepreneurs, there's that community. Like you said, Mike, it's lonely out there. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I, we, we like to think that we grow them up here because as they pitch in front of investors, before they pitch, we train them a little bit. We help them with their pitch. We want to have high quality pitches at our Lions Den Tampa and Portland events. And we're affiliated with the uh, other Lions Dens. Uh, we've been open, given an open door now to overseas, where my partner Tim has been operating in Uganda, and they they want a Lions Den event there. So we're planning one for this summer. And now Kenya has invited us there because uh, Tim has applied his what I call nation-changing strategy to Uganda, really moved the needle. But we like to think the Lions Den pitch events and community trains up new companies, and as they grow up, they enter Crystal's U.S. Christian Chamber yes. of Commerce now because, <laughs> you know, now they need to stay in in partnership with other businesses and, and thrive. Wow, that's so exciting. Rich Mason has been my guest along with Crystal Parker. This event that uh, you can hear this man live is coming up in April the 13th. And uh, Crystal, give us the contact information, how people can learn more about that. Absolutely. CF, like Central Florida. So just go to our website, cfchristianchamber.com. Just click on that events tab. You'll find April 13th, the Relationship Building Lunch, featuring the one and only Rich Mason. All right. Click and register. (laughs) Join us. Don't miss it. Uh, This is just so neat to have him come in and be live with us in person um, and get to meet Rich uh, with a handshake. You know, there's nothing better than just a human touch in the marketplace. And Rich will be with us live. I really thank both of you for being with me today. I can't wait till the event. Get to meet you face to face, Rich. And we'll look forward. I know you're going to love everyone there as well. It's a great time. And friends, we thank you for joining us today on Afternoons with Mike. We'll see you next time right here on The Shepherd.